Welcome to the Curious Podcast, where we are constantly in the process of getting to the bottom of shit. Hello again, everyone. We are finally approaching summer, but here in the UK, it may as well be autumn because our weather's fucking shit. Quote, Vibration in quantum physics means that everything is energy. We are beings that vibrate at certain frequencies. Each vibration is equivalent to a feeling and in the vibrational world, there are only two types of vibrations, the positive and the negative. Any feeling causes you to emit a vibrational frequency that can be positive or negative. End quote. I hope you're ready for another episode about how your brain is getting fried without you knowing, because I know I am. If you remember in episode 83 and 84, we were talking about frequencies and how they alter the mind. This usually happens all without the person's knowledge, as we are electrical beings, we can tune in and out of different frequencies. Some of these can be high or very low, like we found in those episodes which you should definitely listen to if you haven't, because you can make people do some crazy things using frequency waves. I think I've got the most feedback I've ever gotten on episodes from those episodes alone because people were actually really shocked about that kind of technology, they didn't know it existed, so I definitely would advise you to listen to those before listening to this and then just come back around. As I've said before, this topic deeply intrigues me as it's pretty uncharted territory in the mainstream and most people are led to believe the technology doesn't exist or it's impossible. If you're a regular listener, you may already be aware that everything you come into contact with exists on a certain vibration. Certain materials of clothing, for example, can be of a higher vibration. Like linen is a very high vibrational material and wearing it regularly can actually increase one's own vibration. When I talk about vibration, it's in conjunction with frequency. The higher your vibration is, the easier it becomes for you to be open to higher frequency energies. And this is something that you would clearly see unfold in your life. When your vibrational energy increases, it's almost as if your character has received a level up and now you are accessing and receiving information you weren't able to before. I know you've all had that moment and I've definitely experienced that a few times. You suddenly have new and better ideas. You may cross paths with more like-minded people You may feel it is time to make drastic changes in certain areas of your life. Above all, the easiest way to know your vibrational energy is increasing is the level of certainty you have in your success as it increases dramatically. It's almost like you know that you will succeed and achieve all your goals no matter what is happening outside of that. Let's talk about music. We all know that music is a powerful tool used to heal, uplift and bring others together. Music predates all forms of technology and communication 
as it dates back to prehistoric periods of time. Humans were playing music before they were able to even read and write. Quote, Oral singing is likely the earliest form of music, followed by organised sound like clapping or foot stomping. Various musical instruments could have been developed at a later stage. For example, the musical bow is regarded as one of the early musical instruments of the Khoisan in South Africa. It is argued the musical bow was discovered during hunting. After releasing the arrow, the bowstring continued vibrating, which produced some musical tones and thus led to its adoption as an instrument." End quote. With humans having such a long history with music, the importance of it cannot be ignored here. Music played a prominent role in the community and was used for either religious or recreational purposes. Historians still argue about when exactly music predates to, as they keep discovering their timelines are wrong. Or just bullshit, because as we know, the current timeline of history is almost completely false, so music probably dates back to the beginning of time, whenever that was. Before we get into the nitty gritty of this episode, we need to understand why music can also be dangerous in spite of its benefits. As music is sound, and sound has a frequency, depending on what kind of frequency that music is at, the music can subconsciously influence you. No shit. I think many of us see the very obvious effects from some specific genres of music that I will discuss later. Now I want to read you a little something from a scientific article in which they discuss the difference between music and sound and the effect of music on the body. Quote, Music is energy that pulsates through and across a medium. The structural interpretation and aesthetic conceptualization of it occur when the sound has been processed, decoded and interpreted in our nervous system. This vibrational energy, moreover, is not restricted to the sense of hearing. It activates not only the auditory system, but also the sense of touch." End quote. They highlighted a key point in their introduction that actually relates to this entire topic. The music you listen to is not just something you are listening to. The energy of the music reaches your nervous system a central part of the human body. The nervous system helps all the parts of the body to communicate with each other. It also reacts to changes both outside and inside the body. The nervous system uses both electrical and chemical means to send and receive messages. What do you think the type of music you listen to can do to your nervous system? So now you need to think what kind of messages are being decoded from the music through your nervous system. These messages can be internalised in the subconscious and your body can react in a certain way based on what kind of music you're listening to. It's much deeper than some would like to believe. Music has after all inspired uprisings, protests and societal shifts.
music, particularly among adolescents, um, is a very powerful motivator of behavior. Um, it wasn't so long ago that an entire war was turned on the basis of youth music um, with Vietnam. Um, and music was really central to the counterculture and the culture that rose up and said, we're not going to take this anymore. I don't think we should underestimate the power of music because music touches the limbic system or the emotional system of our brain, which actually, though slower than other parts, can overwhelm all of the other parts. Um, uh, think about how we lose our mind when we fall in love. Um, and we literally do because of the power of, of the emotion. Um, that being said, the music system is, has been very unresponsive even to industry applied ratings. All that they had been willing to do was to put parental advisory on the outside of CDs. They would not print lyrics in a visible place. Um, this is complicated by the fact that the Federal Communication Commission has strict limits on what can be broadcast over the air. And historically, the way popular music has been sold is through airplay. We can't expect a system to be put together that will perfectly protect us. Um, we need to protect ourselves. We need to be aware that these media change us and affect us. Um, and we need to actively understand what they're doing, how they're doing, and make choices of whether we want that to be done to us. The music industry today is worth billions. People are selected and presented to the public in exaggerated and sometimes stereotyped characters to perform the music that so many people love today. A lot of this music is intentionally low vibrational and often the lyrical content includes subtle double meanings and play on words that have nothing to do with the song but the deeper meaning itself is quite sinister. Lyrics are words and words are spells. When you're singing along to your favorite song, those lyrics you recite cast a spell on you or those around you. So let me give you an embarrassing example of some lyrics to a song I used to sing along to a lot before realizing the power of words. This song is from Scissor's Control album that she released in June 2017. Quote, Honesty hurts when you're getting older. I gotta say, I'll miss the way you need me. Why you ain't say you was getting bored? Why you ain't say I was falling short? How you lead me out so far away? How could it be? 20 something, all alone still. Not a thing in my name. Ain't got nothing running from love only no fear that's me miss 20 something ain't got nothing running from love wish you were here stuck in them 20 somethings stuck in them 20 somethings good luck on them 20 somethings good luck on them 20 somethings god bless these 20 somethings hoping my 20 somethings won't end hoping to keep the rest of my friends praying the 20 somethings don't kill me kill me end quote Okay, don't come for me guys, but I, I used to love this album. I still do. I still kind of do think it's a work of art. However, I can recognize constantly singing and listening to songs with a sad tone like this is not good for you. 
when I look back at these lyrics, I'm kind of shocked at how I'd blast it in my car and belt out the song word for word like I was really going through this shit. Unfortunately, growing up, we aren't taught about the effects of words and speaking things into existence in your own life. Looking back also on this time of my life, it wasn't a good period and a lot of the music I was listening to, although considered bops, when paying attention to the lyrics, they all held quite destructive and negative messaging. Well, not all, but I'd say 95% of what I was listening to was pretty negative messaging. This messaging was reaching my nervous system, I didn't realise it at the time, and changing my brain regardless of whether I liked it or not and whether I was aware or not, it was happening anyway. I'm not saying you can't listen to your favourite hip-hop artist or whatever genre of music that you like. I'm just saying if you are listening, please be conscious about the lyrics and the story within the song and ask yourself if that's a vibe you want to internalise in that moment or not. And you might find yourself changing quite a bit of what you want to listen to on a day-to-day -day basis, which is kind of what just happened to me naturally because I didn't want to internalise those kind of feelings and ideas because as conscious as you can be, you also fail to realise how much your subconscious absorbs and it's it's good to protect that as much as you can in this crazy world. Past, music was recorded and mixed in 432 hertz. Hertz is the metric unit of frequency. Frequency is the number of vibrations or sound waves per second. Most classical music and R&B songs recorded in the past are examples of the good old times. From there, music took a turn for the worst. The incorporation of music recorded in 440 hertz was the main pivot in the history of music. Modern hip hop and other types of music have a very deep bass. Not only can you hear it, but you can feel the vibrations of it, said Kyle Murdoch, a DJ and audio engineer at Howard University. Listeners of music that leans more towards slow and contemporary tend to experience a slower pulse and heart rate, lower blood pressure and decreased levels of stress hormones. The frequency at which these songs are recorded is 432 hertz. This is what gives a soothing tone to audio files, end quote. The frequency the music industry decides to record on is 440 hertz, and I'm guessing this might have been from the late 90s slash early 2000s, because that's when you started hearing more of those very, very deep basses that people feel in their body. I'm not surprised, and I doubt that many of you are, to know that music recorded on this frequency can cause stress, anxiety, even anger and violence. Drill itself is a genre that has not existed for that long, but we have already seen the tragic results of such reactive music. Rap music has long been associated with the degradation of black communities. How can people think this music doesn't actually influence people in real day-to-day -day life? Good morning, welcome to Breakfast with Brandon. So today, our topic is going to be related to a cultural issue that I think is 
misrepresented. And maybe some people don't understand the totality of the effect of it, but I'm gonna address that right here. So the topic is gonna be about rap music, explicitly the uh, gangster rap music, the rap music that's infiltrated with cursing, drug dealing, the, the degradation of women, um, you name it. You know, I think that that culture, that hip hop culture has definitely influenced our young people and it has been a true detriment to society. And I'm not just saying this because it's something I read in a book. I'm saying this because I have personal knowledge of this. I have personal experiences that have gotten me to this conclusion of believing that this is not good for our children and hip hop music is killing us. Literally, I'm not even saying no pun intended. Literally, hip hop music is influencing young people to kill each other, young people to treat women with disrespect, young people to act outside of character and, and to be enraged and to hate other people. This is exactly what's happening to young people. So I'm explaining in a few different um, topics. So the first topic is just my own personal experience. You know, I grew up listening to rap music almost every single genre that I listened to had something to do with rap, had some, something to do with explicit gangster rap. And it influenced and it impacted my mind. So much so to believe it or not, people don't even believe me when I say this. This is, this is a part of my testimony. Is that I used to sag my pants. I had gold teeth in my mouth. And I got Young Savage tattooed on my stomach right here. It's because of the mindset and, and, and the culture of hip hop music had me thinking that this was the appropriate way to dress, this was the appropriate way to act, this was, the, this was my role model. And in today's society, we have accepted it. Another aspect of hip hop music, the rap culture, gangster rap, that I think we are avoiding to address. For, for instance, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. So the President of the United States uh, made a statement um, that many people would believe was derogatory towards women, that it was inappropriate. I don't, I don't think anybody who heard that would think anything different. And the America was outraged. America was upset about that. And America voiced their opinion about thinking that that was wrong. And the President of the United States apologized for it, which, which I accept his apology. But this is the thing that I feel like that we, we there's no apology in hip hop music. Every song, every lyric, 90% of the rappers are saying things that are even are, are what the president said and worse with no apology. And they're not saying it 30, you know, 11 years ago. They're saying it currently today. Your kids who are listening to rap are listening to him say these rappers say the same thing that, that you were outraged about the president saying times 20. And we don't talk about those things. We're not outraged about those things, which which are, which is troubling to me. Because we should be identifying these, these, this language that's being used. We should, be, we should be identifying this culture that's infiltrating our, our society and not just be outraged when one person say it, but be outraged at a culture that has way more influence. Way more people listen to hip hop music than would ever listen to the president of the United States, period. It, it just will never happen. So there's a, another misconception that we have is that the effect, right? Some people will say, oh, rap music is just music, right? It don't really affect, it's just people saying stuff, it don't affect me. But I'm gonna tell you this, and this is, this is, like I said, this is from my own personal experience. When you live in Beverly Hills, rap music don't affect you, right? When you live in a gated community or you live in somewhere above the poverty line, 
you live in middle class America or you living in the upper upper echelons of America. What they say in these rap songs don't resonate with you. It sounds good. It's cute. It's got a good beat. It's cool. It's trendy to you. When you live in the hood, this is like the gospel. You are seeing this rap music play out in front of you every day. You, you, you are seeing, you know, degrading women as a topic of discussion in almost any environment when you live in the hood. It, you are almost considered a coward if you don't treat women or act the way these rappers are acting. If you're not speaking the lingo that rappers are speaking, you are nobody. And it affects people every day in these communities, especially in low income communities. When, when, when rappers mention selling dope, sitting on the corner, doing time in prison, you better not snitch. Those things are, re, are a reality for a large number of people. And it's almost like that is their influence. When you grow up without a father, that is your role model. Young Jeezy, these, these rappers who, who are continuously talk about drugs, talk about crime, talk about jail time, talk about glorification of spending time in prison. Like, that becomes your role model, man. And I think that we need to start addressing this and we need to do it now. Am I saying that we need to get rid of rap music? It's, it's impossible. That's impossible to do. But what I'm saying is that if you care about your children, if you care about what goes into their ear gates and eye gates, you care about what goes into them, which will then proceed out of them at some point in time, then you need to watch what they listen to. You need to really call out hip hop music for what it is and stop beating around the bush. There are three main things to consider when you listen to music, which We've already kind of spoken about, but I want to go back into it again after listening to that, where he was speaking about the rap music, because I feel like it's very important for you to remember these things. And I know people think it's just music, but it's really not just music. Just like the things you watch is also not just media. All of these things do influence us on a day-to-day -day basis. We've seen documentaries we've seen the data and science coming out on how social media is affecting people's brain chemistry so we need to start believing that music can also do that too so i think people need to definitely be more aware of all forms of media and not just the obvious ones like social media and we can consider music as a form of media because music is used to also deliver certain messages Think about people like Bob Marley, for example, and Jimi Hendrix. They basically used music to drive ideas and beliefs and certain values. And I don't really agree with Bob Marley's messaging and things like that, but I can agree that he left a huge impact because of his music. People like Michael Jackson left a huge, huge impact because of his music. One of my relatives was a huge Michael Jackson fan, and I remember when Michael Jackson died and the exact same day that he died and me and my family all thought about our relative because she was the biggest Michael Jackson fan we knew and we just thought oh my god how is she gonna feel and that's crazy that somebody that has that somebody that lives in the UK or other people that literally have never met somebody can be so connected to them because of the music so things like this always remind me of how powerful it is and how we shouldn't downplay it um, it's serious, even though it's fun and we can dance to it and have a good time. We also need to think about 
how it's used in a divisive and evil way to basically inorganically change things or manipulate people. So like I said, I want to mention these things because it's from a great source I found about using music to raise your vibrations instead of lowering them with all the music that's being promoted on the radio and on TV today. Quote, the pitch of the music. As with all energy, sound has a vibrational frequency. Music with a lower tone has a lower vibrational frequency and music with high pitch tones has a higher vibrational frequency. Speed of the music. Sounds with a faster speed tend to have a higher vibrational frequency. Words affect vibration. Remember how everything is energy, even words? As it follows, it follows that if you are listening to music with negative lyrics, the words will have a lower vibration than a song with positive lyrics. End quote. The most important thing I'd say is to listen consciously if you're still going to listen to your favourite genres or albums no matter what. If something you listen to causes any type of negative or uncharacteristic emotion slash behaviour in you, then pause and observe that. Then ask yourself if it was your own original thought or influences from something you consumed. The more you do this, the more you're able to trace the origins of your thought patterns and actions, and you may trace it back to that album or artist that you love so much. The thing I want people to remember is, don't let the music control you, as music is extremely powerful, which is why it's used so divisively by industries. Music can create trends, attitudes, movements, and more. Music can also imprison a person if they don't realise. Unfortunately, certain types of rap music are guilty of this. So is some hip-hop songs, and don't get me started on pop, it's all a lot of meaningless yet dangerous music. If you're listening to music about death and sex all the time, this is going to interfere with your own life. Remember when manifestation was all the rage on social media? Well, manifestation can happen in many different ways, including through the kinds of music you expose yourself to. There is even evidence of low vibrational sounds such as noises from ventilators and other low frequency sounds in flats and residential buildings causing negative effects on the human body, so it goes even beyond music. Quote, it has been pointed out that as regards noise emissions, with a considerable proportion of low frequency sounds in private dwellings, more than half of the complaints were made on the grounds of sleep disturbance. Quite often symptoms like, quote, a roaring in the head, especially when lying down, were brought forward time and time again, quote, a feeling of riding a lift was reported, and over and over again, the measuring team had the impression that the reported emissions meant a nerve-wracking experience for the exposed persons. Several complainants even got into a state of being aggressive. There were reports by a number of trustworthy persons on how they at first, for instance, when moving into the flat, did not even notice any emissions but in the course of a few weeks, they began to perceive them distinctly and became intolerable after continued exposure. It was obvious that in these cases, a sensibility of specific noise components had developed. 
Thus, it is understandable that non-exposed persons were at a difficulty to even acknowledge such noise emissions, end quote. Basically, these kinds of noises or sounds are known as mechanical vibrations and this can cause human beings exposed to it for a long time feelings of anger or distress. The same has been found also with traffic noises, which are unsurprisingly at a low frequency. Many of the background noises we don't pay attention to in urban areas often have very low frequency. Maybe we all need to get out of the city? I don't know, it's looking that way guys. What do you think? I definitely felt way better when I was away in Croatia last summer and the area that I was staying at would be considered rural and it was by the sea. You could say I was less stressed because I was on holiday but I didn't hear one police or ambulance siren whilst I was there, just people's voices and the waves of the sea. I think that would do wonders for anyone's mental well-being for even just a few days. Do you guys notice that too when you travel somewhere that's less urban and just generally more peaceful with only natural sounds? I'll be doing a follow-up episode on this either in the next episode or in the near future as I have seen some crazy cases that involve people blaming the music for committing crimes such as murder. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to add those in because I'd already finished writing up this episode. But if you want to listen to that episode, do let me know in that comment section of the podcast. I think it's the Q&A section. Or you can let me know on Twitter and check out the website at www.thecuriouspodcast.co.uk. The newer DMT article is now up officially and the newest Six Sad World post will be out next week after some edits. Thank you so much for the new members that I've got that have subscribed to Six Sad World. I really, really appreciate that. You will not be disappointed by the amazing content on there. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Rumble. Link is in the source material below, just like everything else. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. If you're into the strange, morbid, or curious, I'll see you in the next episode. Stay safe. Stay curious. For real. <laughs>